get some insights in the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Jaina Sissel, Director of Investments at Cope Corals. Thank you so much, Shana, for being with us. I'm so glad you're here. What a week, what a market. I think everybody on Wall Street's absolutely exhausted. I mean, people were hoping for somewhat of a comeback. This volatility is now just turning into straight up selling. Your thoughts? It, it, it's interesting. You know, I started my career um, uh, speaking in the media in 2008. And this feels very much like it did back then uh, in terms of just the sense of uh, pain that we see in the markets, these whipsaw volatility days where you have these big up days and big down days. Uh, but what I learned from that experience is that now is really an interesting time for professional investors and investors that are willing to go out there and take advantage of these types of markets. You know, even if we do have a prolonged sell off here, uh, the average uh, bear uh, market, the average sell off lasts less than a year. Now, I don't know when we hit bottom, but I do think that now is a really interesting time to be looking at good companies with good fundamentals that are just selling off with the broad markets. So names like Apple, uh, and there are a few others that I really like right here, that uh, it could really make sense uh, if you're willing and able to, to go in and take advantage of these, these price dislocations at this time. Well, that does make you feel better when you start to say, well, look, even if we sell off, it's not for this long period. It won't be for 10 years or something like that, right? Um, sell offs are usually, as you said, a shorter period of time. Um, but at the meantime, people feel really nervous. You mentioned Apple as a name, and a lot of people own that in 401ks and IRAs. Um, what kind of names would you be looking for to scoop up on this kind of sell off that we've seen? So there's three uh, names that I really like in the individual security space, and they're all in very different sectors. Uh, one of the names I really like is a name, uh, a GXO Logistics, which is a pure play logistics player. It's a small cap name was spun out of another logistics company, uh, and it's got good management. It's last mile logistics. So if you think about the issues we've been having in the supply chain, like this is the exact kind of company that you'd want to invest in that can benefit from supply chain issues. Uh, so that's a name I really like. It's been beat up because obviously the broad markets have sold off. It is a smaller cap name, so those tend to sell off harder, but it has good fundamentals. And I think the, the runway here is very attractive. Another name that's really interesting to me right here is NOV, National Oil Well Varco. We have this issue where we have a reduction of the supply of oil as we had a major supplier in Russia uh, essentially being removed from the market from most of the Western world. As a result, there is a demand for oil and it needs to, supply needs to pick up somehow. One of the quickest and easiest ways to get back on track, especially given all of the regulatory pressures here in the U.S. on the frackers is uh, is the offshore drilling. And NOV has a monopoly in that space. And then lastly, MRVL, which is a tech name, and I'm not necessarily bullish on semis or bullish on tech. This is a stock specific pick. It's a smaller, it's a mid cap name. This is a, a stock that benefits uh, from the cloud, from 5G uh, transition to 5G. It recently did an acquisition in April of 2021 of Infi, uh, allowing it to offer a full suite of networking uh, solutions for clients. 
And it has a very strong pipeline. It's been impacted by supply side disruption or supply uh, chain disruptions. Uh, but uh, the demand is there. And in the next year, they should be able to ramp up and be able to meet it because they've really focused on resolving their supply chain issues. So as we get in, um, you know, thank you for those names that you've chosen. And I know REITs, industrials, energy materials were some sectors that you thought could be attractive right now. In the big picture, I mean, how bad does it feel? Because, you know, there's concerns about a recession, right? And, mm -hmm. and whether or not the Fed can orchestrate a soft landing. And that's part of the reason why we've seen this major volatility of the week. The jobs report, it comes in somewhat mixed. I'm not sure anything in the jobs report was extremely monumental, except for the fact that I like to comb through every single point in the jobs report. But I, I don't know that any one point in the jobs report really sort of wowed me either way. Your thoughts? Um, I, I agree. We've seen some absolute softening in the economic numbers and people keep focusing on, well, the consumer, we haven't seen the consumer pull back. Jobs uh, still seem strong. This is still a very tight labor market. Just a reminder, consumer spending and employment related uh, um, data is backward looking and it's lagging. So we wanna pay attention to more of the forward looking and the manufacturing and the productivity numbers. Uh, these are the numbers that matter and they are starting to soften. It's clear that we have a slowdown going on. The problem I see is that the Fed's uh, actions that it recently took, that 50 basis point increase in rates is the uh, largest single rate increase the Fed has taken on since 2000. So it's been 20 plus years since we've seen a 50 basis point hike in a single meeting. Um, the Fed is late. They should have been doing this six months ago. I have a very hard time uh, seeing a soft landing considering how late they are to the game. Uh, I think we do have a recession coming our way, but keep in mind, like recessions are a natural and healthy part of keeping the uh, business cycle in check. So nothing gets too far out of whack. Uh, and so we've been expecting some sort of sell off, some softening in economic data after this very prolonged period of you know, bull markets uh, over 10 years, we had this bull market that had, you know, double digit average annual returns, which is well above the historic norm. So I don't think recessions should be considered a scary thing. They don't tend to last very long. We have a very tight jobs yeah. market. And so I think, again, I want, I want to be positioned somewhat defensively. We've been using liquid alls. And as you pointed out, some of what we see is more defensive plays right now with some of those cyclicals, which can benefit from the high inflation, as well as dividend payers like REITs. Uh, but I think that now is an opportunity. The market tends to be ahead of these things. And so if we are going to go into a recession in another uh, six to eight months, I would say that the market's sort of predicting that that's where we're going. And by the time we're in recession, the market will have started to rebound. So I want to be a buyer. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Understood, Shauna. And what about how about the liquid alts that you mentioned? I see a couple here of two ETFs that you're using. Tell us about those quickly. So in this market, you have headwinds for both uh, stocks and bonds. And so if you are putting together your portfolio and you want to have some downside protection, fixed income really doesn't provide that for you because we are in a rising rate, high inflation environment. So we're looking at liquid alts. One of my favorites in this type of market where there's a lot of volatility is the AGF IQ US uh, equity market neutral anti-beta fund. It's a very long name, but BTOL, I like that. I just refer to BTOL. 
It's a long, short, market neutral fund going long, low beta stocks and short, high beta stocks. And as long as low beta stocks outperform high beta stocks, which is what's been happening, this fund will do very well. As you can see, it is up double digits year to date. We also are invested in FGTC, which is a uh, managed futures commodities tactical strategy by First Trust. Again, this is us uh, looking at the environment and thinking we are going to be in a prolonged period of higher than average inflation for uh, for some time. And so commodities, especially when you're investing through futures, will benefit from that. And again, that's a that's a uh, uh, ETF that's done quite well. And so we're, we're looking at these opportunities to add diversification and to add some excess return. And, and, and it's been working for us. Yeah, it's great to talk with you, Shana. Thank you so much. Thank you. Friday, which has just been a tough week. Shana Sissel, thank you. Of Coke Corrals, thank you.